When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another song title challenge. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is where climbers, listeners of this podcast, send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Your, your ring finger, if you know how to type, going to want to hit that S, so make sure you mind it. It's info at daredevilproduction.com. They send in their titles. you got to put STC, or song title challenge, in the subject line so that it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't. And uh, I want to make sure that that we get a look at it, you know? Mm-hmm. I go through that whole list of song titles, and Brett and I invite a killer songwriter on, a rock star, onto our show with us. And then together, we cook up five or six different conceptual angles on how to write that song title. This, The purpose of this bonus episode series is to give you a look behind the green curtain and see how the professional songwriters and artists think and their process to approaching how to write a song because you know sometimes the low-hanging fruit is the right way to go but mm-hmm. more often than not that's just the most cliche way to go and you need to dig down you need to dig down through the dirt past the plywood <laughs> past the right. tin past the uh, you know even past the bronze and the gold and the platinum to get to the diamond, to get to the great song, the great idea. And when you find the really, really, really good hook, man, that good conceptual angle, boy, it's a lot easier to write it from there yeah, than is. it is to try to continue to put lipstick on a pig. Let's be honest, you know? So yeah. this, is, uh, this is what that exercise is about. And not only that, a second multi-purpose value bomb that Brent will testify to here in, in just a moment is that this exercise will breathe new life into your old song titles. As a human, look, if you're, if you're being a pro writer, you got a hook book somewhere, somehow. It's on your phone. It's in the cloud. It's, maybe it's an actual little book, whatever it is. But you put it in there. Something Your antenna picks up something, and it's got enough energy that it makes it into that book. But then there's a lifetime usually for that. that there's a half-life for that for that energy on that particular Mm -hmm. title. And if it doesn't get the right kind of attention, the right kind of TLC, 
in that time period, the lettuce wilts and it feels like rotten fruit and you don't go back there anymore because it's not new. It's not fresh, but it's still a great title. It's still got lots of possibilities. If you go and you dig back on this old stuff that you haven't looked at in years, all of a sudden, Brent, what could happen? You can get some cuts. I've actually gotten cuts off uh, off titles that were thousands of titles old. I just don't mention that when I come into the writer's room and I'll even say it. I've written some really old titles with our guest today that I just didn't say, hey, these are like a thousand old. Why? Because I went and song title challenged them and, and tried to find a new angle on them and freshen them up. So, man, it's been working for me. I mean, I've, I've charted, excuse me, I charted with songs that, yeah, are really old that I song title challenged. We have climbers that are good, and we just um, had one that got a single song contract offer on some days. Like, we song titled the challenge the heck out of this one. So, it's working. It's working for our climbers. It's working for me. It might just work for you. So we definitely it does not. This this does not include antihistamine. So don't think it it does not. Okay, this is all about the song. That's what we we get for (laughs) getting a pretty day here. Hopefully, Ren will take that sneeze out. That's right. And so it's uh, once again, it's not a co-write in any way, shape, or form, guys. You can use all of what we say. You can use none of what we say. It's entirely up to you. But. And we're going to amend this now moving forward. You know, if we use your title on the air, we definitely demand an invite to the number one party. And Brent will need child care so he can bring his wife. And I'm going to need an open bar and uh, so I can bring my <laughs> wife. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's, I think I'm going to drop that see how she feels about that. I don't know if she's going to think that's funny or not. <laughs> but uh, we're going to also extend that out now. If you have been turned on to the song title challenge and you are song title challenging in your writing rooms and you get a single song contract or you get a public deal and that song turns into a hit, Baby, we also demand an invite to the number one party because we had a little something to do with it, and we want to be there to drink your booze, celebrate, and eat your hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, are you guys? You ready? Let's rock and roll. Oh wait, wait first we gotta we gotta we gotta introduce our, guest. our uh, guest here. I'm sorry, That's right. I've been, we've been talking to him for 20 minutes, and I've seen the man repeatedly now and i love it so i'm getting a little too damn comfortable here sorry there we go today's guest has not only had success as a songwriter landing cuts by luke bryan cole swindell and others but this alberta born nashville based singer songwriter has notched a number of country hit singles in his native canada including lonely drum boy like me lucky stars and more his current single country dance is racking up millions of streams along with its airplay not only is today's guest a killer singer and songwriter he's also one of my good friends and at this point he and i have probably my longest active like co-writing streak going like back to 2005 it's ridiculous we started when he was a fetus (laughs) aaron goodvin welcome to the climb (laughs) it's good to be here sir (laughs) how you doing aaron thank you for saying yes when i was a fetus you know that's good (laughs) it is really amazing how it is really amazing how long we've been at it like that it's so so crazy. I love it. Yeah, Johnny, Aaron and I were writing with a mutual friend and an artist, and it turned out we were talking about our first write, and turns out she was like, what, a month or two old Yeah, when he and I had our first write, and now we're like trying to write for her record. So it's like, okay, there we go. It's amazing. That you know what? Nobody needs to know that. Yeah, Nobody needs to know I that. Know. Nobody needs to know that. I just <laughs> randomly thought of like, what kind of life insurance policy do I have? Like, that was the first thing I thought of when you said that. So <laughs> I feel like I'm getting older. Why do I feel like I'm circling the drain right now? <laughs> why, why does it feel like I'm getting close to the end? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but my back just ached. I, I think, you know what? Because I, I think for me, it's like, I still like there's days where I wake up and I still can't believe where I am because it's like, 
you know, like had I thought about it years ago, like I thought probably by now I would have given up, but I just keep going. So it's pretty great. It's crazy. It doesn't feel that long. Clearly you're doing a lot of stuff right, brother. And my hat's off to you. I mean, that those streams don't come by accident. Like you've got your art well in hand and you're a craftsman, no doubt. But also I want to give you kudos for, you know, clearly what is a vulgar display of prowess on your business acumen, you know, and how to run the business of Aaron Goodman. So good for you. Thank you for that. I don't think enough artists hear that. And I want to make sure that, that they do. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a big part of it. It really is. It really is. It's a mission critical part of it. So, all right, here we go. You ready? You all right. Ready? Let's do it. All right. All right. So this comes from a longtime climber. And I know that we have used a title or two of his in the past, Joe Bagalki. So I'm excited oh. about that. All right. And my hot take on this title is this is one where it may be like you're winning before you're spinning. Because when I read the title, I immediately was like, oh, my God, what is this going to be about? Huh. That's a good start. And the title is Pain in the Colors. Huh. Pain, Pain, Pain in, the colors. in the Colors. The Colors. All right. Writing that down. Thank you. No. And, uh, you know, Aaron, we failed to mention, too, that you also have artistic freedom, brother, to put anything before or after the title to manipulate that meaning, whatever you want. Okay. I got you. I got you. All right. Pain so, Pain in the Colors. In the colors. Whew. That is intriguing because I want to know what that's about. Unfortunately, we got to figure that out. What it's about? <laughs> I can't <laughs> play and find out what it's about. Who wants to sit, sit back and ha have an iced tea and a sandwich and and, and be schooled on what that is? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no. Well, you got to go to work, brother. I know. Uh, I'll just get my brain. Come on, right boy. <laughs> Start, yeah, I know. I'll, I'll just get started on on what I think is like. First thing I want to set up is like there's joy in this sound, but there's pain in the colors or there's something in one thing, but there's pain in the colors. And then I want to go, well, what's the difference between the colors or the the sound or the I don't know what that is. I think of there is a and I'm not sure if it got cut. Maybe Carrie Underwood cut it. But I remember there's a Neil Thrasher song back when I was at Major Bob that was on one of his comps. I'd listen to that Neil Thrasher stuff because he's amazing. And he had a song called Colors of Goodbye. Mm. And it was like, you know, mascara, the black mascara running down the face, purple rain on the radio, right, that kind of right. stuff, the colors of goodbye. And so that that's kind of the first place I go is like, okay, if there's pain in the colors, it's like, what are the, okay, why the pain? Well, it feels like probably heartache, heartbreak. What are the colors of that? Is there a way to do that? Yeah, like, like so, so I like that. I think what you're saying is, I'll just put a, a different way to say, I think what you just said, but like the colors would represent the different gradients of pain, right? Or the different aspects. Like oh, I see red, I think of her red lipstick. I see whatever, you know, different colors. I see blue. I, I see, you know, to me, that's the color of her eyes. You know, there's pain in the colors, that sort of thing. It could be that like these different colors remind me of her. Right. If I see certain color sunset that reminds me of her eyes or that reminds me of that dress and that kind of thing. Oh, so this could be a past tense thing. Yeah, like a post-breakup Monday morning church spin to it. Not to put a point on it. Kind of thing, yeah. Like a breakup or even a death or whatever. And like these colors remind me of this loss. So there's pain in the colors. Yeah. That could be a thing. I still want to think like, how is there like, oh, oh here's a thought too. Like, what about like, I'm just thinking of the flag, like the U.S. flag. You know, 
that statement, these colors don't run, mm-hmm. you know, so it's been referred to as the colors, red, white, and blue. They're going, well, there's, there's a lot of hope and there's a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of pain in, in the colors, which could be, you know, like the sacrifice, the bloodshed, that kind of stuff for It'd be for a patriotic song. Yeah. Patriotic kind of thing. But also talking about, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of hope in the flag, but there's a lot of pain there too, because people gave their lives for our freedom. You could touch on civil war. You could even touch on race relationships in the U S and how there's still a lot of pain in, in the colors, meaning, you know, between the different races. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. That's good right there. That's two. That might be a thing too, but it unites us. And, but I would want to do it in a ultimately hopeful way. Cause I'm all about the hope. And yeah, I mean like it, it strikes me as like a very, like when I hear those words, like I immediately start hearing minor chords in my head because it just feels yeah. like it's heavy. Right. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's, feels like you're talking about like i don't love putting the word pain first Mm -hmm. because to me that's like like color like if you said whatever color it was is the worst color of is the worst worst color of pain shade of pain or something that i've ever felt or like the worst the worst like shade i like to worst like shade of pain is kind of cool you know like what does that you know what does that mean or the worst shade of pain you know like pain is such a, like a buzzword to me or like a word that you have to write around it. So mm-hmm. in my brain, I would be like, I would want to put that last, you know, I would want to put that. Yeah. It kind of hits me in the face. And you, well, how could you make it like, again, you could put a word before it that would completely change it. Right. So I think the shock value of the word mm-hmm. is what made me go like, Oh, this is interesting. I want to find out what this is about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if there's a way, cause I understand what you're saying, Aaron, in that, it seems like it'll dictate too much of the direction if it's first, but what could you put before it yeah. to give you the freedom that you would have if you put pain at the end of the title? I think I'm not sure about that particular angle, but I think you, the stuff you could add would be like, no, <laughs> no pain in the colors. <laughs> right. Let's make that a positive song or a more positive thing immediately. Yeah. Right. Or there's joy in something and pain in the colors. There's joy in the sound, pain in the colors, that sort of thing, which is still like really heady to wrap my head around. Yes, very. I know. Yeah, it's it's a very which I know Joe a little bit, and he'll he'll get out there with some of his titles. We've we've done some coach writing and some stuff, and Joe's got some heavy heady titles. <laughs> and you're like, I'm like, whoa, what, okay, what is that? Okay, here we go. Mm. Let's dive in. Yeah, it's like get a shovel. Holy, yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's like. When you're oh. talking about, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sound like you had an had idea. A thought. Yeah, like trying to hide the pain in the colors of joy. Mm. Like, what if that person that you know it's like you painted on smile? Mm-hmm. Like comics are some of the you know very heartbroken, depressed people, right? But then they go and they lead with funny, flamboyant, too. colorful artist, right? So maybe very colorful, but it's masking like the, the pain and the hurt. See now that. That's the most appealing thing to me. Like when you mm-hmm. when you use the word hide, yeah. because that you know, yeah, it could be positive, but it could also just be like got a smile painted on my face type idea, where it's like I'm going through this. I'm acting like I'm not going through it, but I'm really going through it. Yeah, and so the pain, like the hiding the pain in the color of whatever. Yeah, it's like now that sounds like something really cool to me. Hiding the pain in the color of. Hiding pain in the color of blue or hiding pain in the color, you know, whatever it oh, the is. The color of neon or something, you know, and the color, the color of neon. Yeah. That I like. 
and the color of Friday night, you know, what's about this girl that, yeah, she is heartbroken and, but you know, she's putting on the red dress and she's putting on the, whatever the colors. And, and so you can paint all those colors and, and then it's, yeah, she's hiding the paint of the color of Friday night or something and the color of neon or something. And that sounds awesome to me. Like that sounds, let's think it's really interesting to me. That makes me want to like that idea makes me want to write it. Yeah. You know, this is the point in the, in the right where I'm going, okay, I like that. Yeah. You know, like let, let's chase that. Cause that feels like a real, especially in country music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's a little different and off there, but I think if you do something fun musically with it, you could really make it sound like something. Yep. Yeah. Or I would think like, how would Tim McGraw, like what would he gravitate toward right. lyrically? Cause he can do some out there stuff. Totally. Lyrically. He can do some really like bone country stuff, but some really out there stuff. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, if we did like a Tim McGraw way, we could do more metaphorical and kind of, trippy kind of stuff lyrically but in a country song and it may aim for that kind of artist so then you could maybe broaden out how you could describe some of the stuff mm-hmm. you know there's pain in the colors there's regret in the sounds there's that and that kind of stuff too could be maybe it is just a picture of heartbreak and it's like this list right totally yeah like your whole yeah your whole course all the senses are all aimed at sad right mm-hmm. <laughs> And it has to be color is what brings pain, sound is regret, the silence is regret, that you know, that kind of stuff. You could kind of just paint those pictures. Colors can also be, I mean, what about like a no pain, no gain sort of spin to it? And what mm-hmm. if the colors are bruises? I'm thinking of like a you know, football, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, green and gold Packers, right? Yeah. Black and gold, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Like that's a pittsburgh steelers mm-hmm. right so there's pain in the colors like it could be maybe a hopeful song about a football team that has sucked forever you know like the chicago bears and and the detroit lions <laughs> i feel free saying that in the in the minnesota vikings because they're in my conference <laughs> i mean i yeah i mean there's something there to that, that too, that's that's something a little sure. less heady but right. certainly there's an upbeat party which i feel like you know when you write for country music like you kind of got to get to the lowest common denominator most times where it's like Mm -hmm. what is the thing that's the most relatable like i mean i wrote a song not too long ago i can't remember what's called because i write too many songs but it's literally about like that it was like sounds like every team i ever loved (laughs) like the whole song is like basically like about this relationship and it doesn't work out and we don't make it to the end and we're not, you know, everybody was cheering us on. Yeah. Like everybody thought we had it. Like we had the, we had the right combination of players and yeah, all that stuff where we were going to win. We were going to go all the way Own and we team. didn't. And it yeah. sounds like every team I ever loved, you know? So it's <laughs> like, I love that. I mean, I love the pain and the colors that being like a football thing is, is, or like a sports team thing is pretty great. Yeah. That is cool. That is cool. Painting the colors and, you know, thinking too, of like, I'm trying to think of like, okay, if, if we started up like as a gospel or CCM thing, you know, like the, the colors of the cross, you know, the, the, the red blood and the, you know, I'm just trying to think of like the sky turned black and there's, it'd be like, there's pain in the colors, but there's hope in the whatever. I'm not sure what that twist is on that yet, but there's that thought that makes me kind of bounces around and trying to think like, okay, in different genres, what would that how do you serve that up? Right. You know, as a CCM thing. Right. Or- yeah. I mean, here's another thought too. I don't know if this just came to me because it rhymed or what, but if you said like, this is the worst pain that you've ever felt, mm-hmm. you've been through all these other types of pain. You know, when you're a kid, you, 
skinned your knee and after taking a jump on your bike or you you lost some big game or something and that like it's just all these different types of pain and then but like in the course your title is like it's pain in the color of you like nothing has ever that been that bad mm-hmm. been that hurtful yeah. been that regretful mm. been that like pain in the color of you is the worst pain. Yeah. Like something like that, you know? And then if the colors are like her red lipstick or her red, yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. That, that's almost like songs in the key of whatever. Like she wore that black dress, yeah. you know, she wore that black dress. Like nothing amounts to the pain in the color of you. Maybe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. To make that like a self-examination kind of a thing. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I dig that. I mean, that's, that's what where I like tend pain, to go to. I'm very selfish. There's pain in the colors, but the colors, like, you know, like, don't, def- what'd you say? I, missed that. <laughs> I just said, I said, I'm just very selfish. I said, for me, that's where I go. Like, I'm like, what can I talk about? How, how can I make this about me? <laughs> that's basically how I write songs all the time. Well, you're an artist, Aaron. It's okay. We get it. Like- <laughs> well, I know, but maybe that's why. But, you know, I've been in those relationships where it's like not good for anybody, you know, very toxic, yeah. you know? So it's like, you know, the, the smell of cigarettes or the, you know, or, the smell of a bar in the morning, you know, is the worst smell ever. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. What, yes. what if it, Johnny scored? Yeah. What if it's a song? What if it's a song about like your picker, right? Some girls say my picker's broken. They keep picking bad guys. Okay. And so what if this is about, let's say a song about, it could go either way for women or men about recognizing red flags and somebody else. Right. So if there's pain in the colors, mm-hmm. get out, you know what I mean? Like yeah. something like right. that. Yeah. If there's a red flag. If the, if this or that, you know, if she gets too hot, if, if, if he, you know, there's ways that you could metaphorically spin that into colors, but yeah. what if it's that angle where it's like, if there's pain yeah. in the colors, then do this. Right. You know, if then, then get out. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's cool. You know, you said colors and it made me think of like bruises, like, or blood or whatever, you know, they're like, there's pain in the colors, you know, of a purple bruise, you know, but there's pride in the whatever. Right. You know, there's pain in this, but there's pride in, you know, the kind of the no pain, no right. pain. I think one of y'all said earlier, mm-hmm. that kind of thing too. It's, and maybe there's the back to the flag thing. There's pain in the colors, but there's pride in the flag. There's pain in the bruises of the relationship, but there's like pride in, you know, it's getting better, right? Like if it, if uh-huh. you become a better relationship or if you become a better person, what if it's a life journey thing? Yeah. There's pain in the colors, but it's, it's pride on getting back up on the horse, you know, or that's the wrong word, the wrong way to string those two ideas together. Luckily we're not writing a song right now. Luckily yeah, it's a safe space. Otherwise we would have just kicked you out of the room, man. You yeah. Been- like, okay. Listen, I speak to marketing. I, I, I would make, I'm making sure a lot of people hear it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, let's uh, go to work. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, how much do I want that writer's room? <laughs> so, And I think too, like pain, like looking at it, I uh, kind of want to misread it as paint. Right. 
you know, paint in the colors. I'm like, is there something with paint in the dungeon and paint in the color? Because I think of color, I think of paint. Well, I mean, paint in the color. Yeah, paint in the, paint in the lines, paint in the, you know. Yeah, there's like yeah, painting inside the lines. And I always say there's paint in, there's paint in the colors that are outside the lines. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a thing about people always warn you that, oh, there's paint in the colors that go outside the lines. Like, there's don't get outside the boundaries. Don't get outside what's mm-hmm. safe and comfortable and socially acceptable, whatever. But as creatives and, and just people in society like "Mm, no yeah you know there can be a lot of a lot of joy and a lot of good stuff outside the outside the lines oh once again what if what if we put good before it good pain in the colors like what if you know i'm thinking of this is like a loose correlation here but i'm thinking of lee thomas miller in color yeah and the idea of looking at these old black and white pictures like you should have seen it in color yeah right well what if it's a metaphor about like living a black and white life versus all the different hues of, of colors like you know mm-hmm. yes there's pain in the color like some people are going to be afraid to move forward afraid to love again let's say afraid to take a risk afraid to I like that you know they don't really live you know mm-hmm. and, and but it's like hey there's pain in the colors but it, there's good pain in the colors or there's pain in the colors but it's worth it. it it's better than black and white you know it's um yeah you sort of write it from the angle of i mean i could feel that you kind of you're afraid of getting hurt mm-hmm. so you don't put yourself out there but if you don't put yourself out there, you're also you're basically not even living a life. You know, you're just kind of staying put, not doing anything. You're not nothing risk, nothing gain. Especially when you talk about love, because I think when you talk about love, it's like you have to put yourself out there in order to in order to get anything. Okay, okay. So this could be like a desperado theme where mm-hmm. you're kind of talking about that one guy who just can't get himself to commit. And I can tell you this from personal experience, like the protection racket for staying outside of that circle is a black and white mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's either this or that. No, but you know what? Right. Relationships, life is all about nuance and that's where the colors come in. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know what? It's like, you're afraid of the, you're afraid of the pain in the colors. Am I back in the writing room, Aaron? I'm you're back, back man. You're back. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. If I don't, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't <laughs> myself. Just when you think you couldn't, no, I mean, you did I, I you could be any dumber. That's funny, right? Yeah, just totally when you think. <laughs> I dig that. I also think about like the fear of making a mistake, and so all this is like dovetailing off what everybody's saying and everything, which is how it goes in the room. Like, there's pain in the colors that never hit the canvas. Like, you're scared of making a mistake, so you don't make anything. Oh, but the pain is in the colors that never hit the canvas. Like, that's so good, yeah, right there, like, dude. Better to try and make a mistake. At least you're making something, right? Because that's yes. talking about regret. Right. So that could be cool. And that could be sort of in different genres just based on canvas and color. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. That could be like that. That could be along the lines of the heaviness and the epic song of the yearness of A Sail My Vessel, Garth Brooks. Oh, What's, The River. Is that the name of the song? Garth the River, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The River. Yeah. It could be that. It could be more folky Americana, mm-hmm. and, you know, because you're talking about painting, which is not like a right down the middle country thing. Yeah. No, but it can't be. I mean, think about, hey, think about Cody Johnson right now. Yeah, well, he had the painter. And so, yeah. We got that. Everybody got that, didn't they? Yeah. That whole audience was like, hell yeah. yes, I get that. I understand mm-hmm. that. That was not lost. That idea was not lost. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it can work in country. It's it's not like the the right down the middle, but I'm saying it's also like you could do it folky. You could do it more Americana. You could do probably like a adult contemporary, you know, like a pop kind of Barbara Streisand kind of thing. Right. It's like it can, it's pretty broad that 
that kind of way. A positive rapper could do it. I mean, there was a movie that Sean, what's his face, was in Spicoli. Sean Mc, what? P. Diddy? Yeah, who's that? Sean Spicoli. Spicoli? Who did oh. the actor who played Spicoli? Sean, Sean, Penn. Sean Penn. There's a movie Sean Penn was in called Colors. It's all about L.A. gangs, you know, the colors, okay. right? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, be a, you could be the, be the rapper that has a positive message. I actually had that thought at the beginning, but I didn't want to be that guy. Who like came out with to go there. came out with like you know all of that yeah you saw how I crashed and burned before Aaron uh, <laughs> I, I'm willing to do it yeah well, now that I know now that I know it's acceptable yes I'm not scared to paint in those colors so <laughs> hey, there we go hey. but no but like that's like you know when you talk about colors like you know there's it's a lot of colors yeah right yeah I mean there's race and there's gangs and there's all that stuff. Yeah, so if you're talking about like gang colors specifically, I mean, it could be if it is like a like hip hop kind of thing or something that works in that world, R and B or whatever, then it's like a you'd be having the grandma who's raising the kid, warning them, "Hey, there's pain in those colors." Like you think they talk about family, they talk about that, but there's pain in those colors because that's you know mm-hmm. what if do a whole story kind of thing or that's kind of the advice that was passed along or. But there's pain in those colors because I'm your grandma and I'm raising you. Exactly. Let that sink in. You know, yeah. like there's death in those colors, right? Because yeah. <laughs> your parents aren't here anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that could be cool because that makes sense. You're like, oh, you set it all up. You got the the red or the blue or whatever the you know the colors are, and, yeah. and then it's like there's pain in the colors. Mm. So the, I think that's that's cool. We got a lot, we got a lot of good looks at this, y'all. Like. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot in there. I mean, if anybody's still got some momentum going, we'll keep going. But I mean, right now, there's, this is there's, there's a lot of good. There's a couple. There's at least two really good ones in there that are like, wow. I like that last one. Might be a good one to end on. <laughs> 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 Felt like going out on a win. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's lots there. It's man, I, it's really fun. Like this experience is really cool because I am notoriously bad at working hard. So like, I'm a very like. Like for me, it's like if that's going to take longer than 10 minutes, I don't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is like when you dig for something and I, I rely on my co-writers a lot, like Brent, like, you know, I write with Brent a ton and Brent's always really good at like because once he digs for it and finds it, then I can usually piece the rest of it together. So it's, yeah. but like for me, it's really cool to like be like, oh, what would be another way to write this? And just like, you know, being patient, a little more patient and getting mm-hmm. it, you can. You get to see, you know, kudos to you guys for doing this because you get to kind of see like, oh, oh, wait, there's more in that, there's you know, more. whereas right off the bat, you're kind of like, I don't know, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> but then you just yeah, start, it, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, if you think about it, Aaron, like, and uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this because I wore it out for like the first 50 episodes. And I stopped saying it. But if you just look in a hookbook and you see the title, The Dance, wah, wah, I have no idea what that's about. And then all of a sudden, it's like, holy crap. Like, you look at the right. words. And, you're and then like, you're like, oh, wow. yeah, like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all Definitely. about that. That's all about that that digging down, you know. And and from, like, a marketing perspective, and just, and this is, like, akin to the psychological, the pursuit, right, the worthiness of the chase of spending the time. It's like when I was blogging, I would, I would do at least 25 headlines for that email. Mm-hmm. 25 like write 25 mm-hmm. headlines right because the first 15 are going to be bullshit and it's going to be lame and it's going to be weak and then you're going to run out right. of ideas and when you run yeah. out of ideas that's when you got to dig down and really yeah. think and all of a sudden 
it's like boom there's the, there's the gold yeah yeah i love thank that. you for saying that aaron i appreciate it no i'm no I'm, I'm just being honest with you it's like it's something i haven't done for a long time so it's very interesting anyway yeah and some of our recent rights aaron have just been based off things that come up in the room and you kind of do it on the fly like I think our last two rides with Neil Cody have been something Neil said. Yeah, it's just been something that's said. And Aaron starts going, starts singing that phrase or whatever, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he, then he'll sing it. Then, of course, it sounds great because Aaron starts singing it. And they go, oh, <laughs> what is that? That sounds so and cool. We got to write something around think, it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah there exactly, we go. That's yeah. a start. What does that mean? And like the last thing he and uh, Neil and I wrote, freaking love it. And it was just like Neil said something because Neil's always saying something. God bless him. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron's like, I'm going to sing it something. Yeah. So we get going and then, you know, you kind of challenge it on the fly. Right. I, well, and, and like just me as a writer, like typically like that, I feel like that, it, you know, that I'm more of a channel than anything. So it's like if I'm going in and I hear something and I just play it, it's, it's, you know, it happens in the room and it's becoming into this thing. And like mm-hmm. my bit, the biggest hits that I've ever had are songs that I wrote in an hour. So like, for me, it's like it can be very surface level. Like I've done a lot of the work already. Mm-hmm. I'm just showing up to the the right to get the song. You know, it's like I already know what I'm gonna say and what I'm gonna. So, but but it is really interesting. Like when you take the time to dig into something, what is what you can get to, right? Yeah. Because like that, I'm guilty of not probably not doing that enough. So I've learned something here today. It's the moral of the story. Oh, I love that. And, you know, on, on that note, like, even if you like, let's say you have an idea that you're going to go with and you put it in your back pocket. I know when I'm producing records, right, I got a pretty good idea where I want this track to go. Mm-hmm. But and I'll give the, you know, the band. Here's the overview. Here's what we're aiming at. But before I start spouting off specifics, like I just wait to see what happens. You know what I mean? Because sometimes something happens. And you're like, oh, no, that's better. Let's go with that. Oh, that's better than what I thought. Yeah. yeah. And like, and that's sort of, that's sort of what I'm, especially when you're like, when you talk about producing records, like, like when, when we get in there, I'm not the guy who's playing guitar on those records, that, but he's played on all these other records that he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm open and I'm allowing things to happen, yep. you know, if I'm a present and I'm allowing things, generally what comes out is like way better than where my head was at. And so, and, and once again, cause it's like, we've all done all this work. Like we've put in the time and the effort and the, mm-hmm. and the struggle and the, like all everybody that's in that room has done that. Like, even if you're with studio musicians, think of all the people they had to get past just to get there, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's really hard for me to be like, Hey, the way you played that note was stupid. <laughs> so like, I think it's like, and if it is really bad, I will say something, but usually yeah. nine times out of 10, it's not that. And it's like, and like, there's just some sort of magic to that way. I think way of thinking where it's like, I've already made it to this place. We've all already made it to this place. Now we're all get to be together and create this thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I generally go to that, like, which is why like in the room or like, and I'll have titles, but even my titles, I don't even think about them until I'm in the room because there's something about like when I come in the room and I just go, Oh, I wrote this down the other day. I wrote the, like, whatever that thing is of the day kind of hits that flow or whatever mm-hmm. that we're in or, or, and there's been ideas that I'm sure are great that I've passed on that Brent's brought in or, mm-hmm. or that people have passed on. Like I've had, a, I've had titles where people like, this is the great thing about co-writing is I've had titles where people 
like I literally heard like five no's with this title. And then I bring it in the sixth time and I'm like, I don't know, I'm just going to throw it out and then throw it out and we write this wicked song. So it's just, this really like interesting. So, you know, on that, on that note, like if I can just break it down a different way real quick before we wrap up, like yeah. what happened was you got like five no's. So it's like, there just, there wasn't, it didn't spark anything in the room the first five times, but the sixth time it did. So just like on a, like a team like a team leader, psychological, like manipulator, uh, energy manipulator in the room, kind of an angle, like to have that, like one idea, whatever that you have in your back pocket, and then to go in there and let something like this happen to see if all of a sudden somebody drops something and everybody goes, Oh yeah. And then just that spark where everybody's kind of like on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like that'd be very interesting to see like, does that song become easier to write? Right. Is it a quicker writing, yeah. a better song? And- right, and I think it does. And I think like that's that's the beauty of co-writing is is I could bring in the same idea to five people, and people just don't for whatever reason don't want to write it. But then for whatever reason, when it does hit, it hits because those people are in the room. Yeah, yeah, and they understand what I was trying to or what I'm trying to portray mm-hmm. like immediately instead of like having to think about it. They're like, Oh, I totally get you on that. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Now we're on the same page and we're going towards the same goal. Right. Yeah. 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 And the energy is different. So, which is why I've never, I never like force a title, like ever, almost never. Like if it, even if it's a great title and I'm, I'm just not feeling it that day. I mean, Brent's been in the room with me. I'll be like, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of don't want to do that. <laughs> it's like catching yeah. a wave. It, it yeah. catches a wave. You know, you just, you, you, you go for the next right. one mm-hmm. in the next room, which is what you did on that one with the sixth time. And it was a charm totally. Good for you. You know, I love totally. that. But I think that's like, you know, it's the, it's the beauty of it all. You know, it's like, it happens when it happens. I come at it from a very like being in the flow perspective mm-hmm. uh, as far as songwriting goes, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's like getting the most amount of creative wind in the room to hoist your sails too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And more and more, I'm trying to be just like, yeah, listen for what's in the room. And then I uh, keep more of the ideas in the back pocket. And then if it's like, okay, nothing's popping up or the other person doesn't have something they're excited about. Well, ha- let me yeah. present these. Maybe this can Let help. me dig these in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Cause you never know. You never know what thing is going to pop in the room. Yeah. You know? Cause if something else pops, then I still have all the ideas. That I brought in, I, I still have those to take right. to the next. And I can go to my next co right? A happy man. I'm just, I'm on the plus <laughs> side already. Like we got a good song, and it didn't even. I'm way one of my ahead titles. of everybody. I'm way ahead. So here we go. Let's rock on. I love that. So Aaron, where can uh, where can climbers connect with you? Yeah, um, anywhere on the socials. I'm an artist, so I'm on them all. Aaron J Goodvin on Instagram. The rest are Aaron Goodvin. So TikTok and Facebook and. Okay, and it's A A R O N G O O D V as in Victor. A A Ron. Good. A A Ron. Good Vin V as in Victor. I am correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, guys. Well, thank you once again, Aaron, for saying yes, man. It was uh, like this is a good one, man. It was a pleasure having you on. Yeah, man. Oh, good, man. I'm so glad. I was good to have good to be on it with you guys. A lot of fun. I'm glad we finally got big enough to have you on. Yeah, we earned we earned our spot. I'm glad. Personal thank you. goal. It's taking a long time. I thought it was me that got big enough. To, oh. <laughs> to be on, I, maybe well, I you did. That was just years ago when I started. Stop yourself! Stop yourself! 
I love it. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Well, listen, send your titles into info at daredevilproduction.com. Put STC or song title challenge in the subject line. And maybe we're going to get a rock star like Aaron Goodman on the show to help flesh out your idea. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.